Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your man, DJ Doris E. And this is Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. All right, so check this out. Am I dead wrong as a dad? <laughs> so today, we went riding our bikes. Mm-hmm. And um, we riding, we riding, we riding. Jay does very good. They both do very good. And she didn't have any breathing problems. No, no good. not at all. She was ahead of the pack and never got tired. That's good. But she must have been riding my bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that bike that she does so much better. Okay. Maybe it's time for her to get a big bike like that. But anywho, so we get closer to the neighborhood. We can kind of like a neighborhood behind us. And this girl face plummets, flies off the bikes and just face plummets on the ground. Jay. Man, me and Noah laughed. Why are y'all laughing at her? Because she just she she just fell off. The, she flew off that bike. Okay, we shouldn't be but laughing it was, first. But she, she fell. She landed in grass though, man. Because I'm looking like, how in the world did you just do that? Like, what just happened? I'm talking about this girl. The first thing I should have said is, "Are you okay?" We did, but after that, then we laughed. Yeah, so wrong. Man, me and Noah was weak. Yeah, so wrong. Weak. Dead wrong. My but baby see, face down in the grass, embarrassed, and y'all cracking up laughing. I mean, I checked on her. I got yeah, her up right. and was like, you all right? You mm-hmm. good? I'm like, how in the world did you just do that? Like, what just happened? Like, how in the world? I'm talking about. And thank God it was grass and not the cement. No, if she would have landed in the cement, then I would have felt bad. Like, dad, you okay? But this girl flew off the bike like she was superwoman. I'm talking about in midair, just face plummet and just laid there. I can't, I can't believe it. She's gonna feel it tomorrow, though. She said she hurt, hit her thigh. But anywho, um, yeah, you dead wrong for cracking up laughing at my. Man, listen, the way I grew up, we fell off our bikes a lot, and if you was okay, the laughs was coming. That was with your friends, not your daughter. She can get those laughs too. No. Gotta learn. Gotta learn. But anywho, um, we back for another episode. Now, I kind of want to start off with this. Um, There are things that just make you proud to be proud. And as we know, I think our two two episodes ago, we talked about the tornado that happened here in Dayton. Mm -hmm. And we finally actually got a chance to, because after the tornadoes happened, we went to Dallas. Right. So we didn't really get to, I didn't get a chance. You did, I think, a little bit. But I didn't get a chance to go see the no, damage. I didn't see anything until I came back. Okay, so we seen it together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we finally got a chance last Friday, this past Friday, to actually go. Because my mom stays close to the area where the tornadoes happened. Like, there was, like, actually a tornado hit several blocks away from her. Right. She lost power for a while. But my point is, we got to go see it, and it was just devastating. Like, to see all those trees down. There was, like, where we was at, which was Riverside. We rode up Riverside. And I can't think of the name of those apartments, but it was apartments that kind of, like, at the top of Riverside that, that was just newly remodeled. And describe to people what the area of Riverside is that doesn't live here. Um, like north of Dayton, right? Yeah, it's north of Dayton. Kind of a couple of miles outside of downtown Dayton. Um, there was, like, this, at the top of where Riverside ends, there are some apartments. Um, I can't. I can't think of the name of the apartments, but they're, they're pretty decent apartments. Mm-hmm. And they actually just remodeled some of them. Like um, 
did a big remodel project on it mm-hmm. to make them even look better. And mugs is toe up now. Yeah. So, you know, and then we rolled through Trotwood a little bit, which is still north of the of the house gone, just jacked up. Mm-hmm. Tree lines are just, it looks like somebody just really set up a bomb. It does. It looks like a war zone. It looked like Seriously. a war zone. And I yeah. was just kind of like, the pictures can't really describe. No. What actually happened? No, and I mean, we when we rolled by too, we seen some families still outside, yep. still trying to recover stuff, still Picking trying to take pictures mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff, and so it's going to take a long time. But I always, you know, my my thoughts is I always thought to myself, New Orleans rebuilt after Hurricane Katrina, they so, did. So mm-hmm. can we? Yeah. But the beauty of in all of this, it was what made me so what makes me so proud to be a Daytonian. Is to see is witnessing how many people came together from Absolutely. all from all communities. Mm-hmm. I mean, from all around Dayton, from the inner city Dayton, from and the from outskirts of Dayton. of Dayton. I mean, like other everybody cities. came. People came from. I know people was coming from yeah. Columbus and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Columbus. Uh, people was coming from all over uh, to to help. You know, whether it was clean up debris or, um, um, you know, gather up some stuff in the houses and whatever the case may be, serve food barbecue, pass out water, go pick up food and deliver. Like, people just came together to do things to help out this city. They did. And, I like, I ain't going to front. It, it's one of those heartwarming Very things. Very touching. And Very it makes touching. me proud. Mm-hmm. It makes me proud. There were some things that happened, like some looting, but I'm glad no attention was really given to it. Mm-hmm. But because I think it was very minor. I mean, even if it was minor, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And what I noticed is that people on Facebook were really petitioning, like, if you know these people, please expose them. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, there was little attention given to it. I'm not going to give that much attention to it because it wasn't that the bigger thing was the people that came together. I mean, absolutely. The the togetherness, um, everyone coming together, um, being collaborative, working together. I seen a Facebook post where this guy had actually had his whole yard cleared out. I guess a group of people came by mm-hmm. and I mean, he showed the before and after pictures where it was like all this wood and siding all over his yard and then after it was completely cleared out and he was saying thank you to volunteers for um coming to help clear everything out. Mhm. Yeah, it it was it was heartwarming. Um very heartwarming and you know, I'm just I don't personally, and I, you know, I didn't never really turn this all the way up. Uh, sorry if my volume was low, but just turned it up a little bit. But on behalf of the people in Dayton, thank y'all. Thank you. For the people that came from outside of Dayton. Yes, thank um, you. And I'm talking about other cities like Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Thank everybody. Yes. Um, thankfully, we was not affected, but like I said, just on behalf of everybody else, I'm personally saying thank you mm-hmm. for Dayton coming together and helping you know, and people are still doing it. The the efforts are not over. And it's not. And I and I like that whole attitude. Yeah, we sound better. I like that whole attitude because, you know, you we think about the moment and mm-hmm. we gotta think past the moment. And so it's really good to see that people are still coming week after week, weekends, um, and I think there's still plans. I hear of other churches and organizations saying they still have plans to continue to support certain areas. Um all these churches that came and supported and continue to, continuing to support, it's awesome. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and seeing all the churches come together, seeing the businesses come together. Like I'm seeing, I'm just, it's just a whirlwind of people supporting from 
churches coming together. I'm seeing a lot of credit unions and local banks, yeah, local restaurants. Yeah, loans and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. just everybody is coming together. School, yeah. like, you got um, different, like, a lot of big buildings, whether it's a school, a church. I don't think a lot of, uh, um, uh, I think they're using a lot of churches, and I think they're using a lot of schools mm-hmm. as places where people can store things like, um, you know, water drop off, food drop off, mm-hmm. uh, almost like a food bank in a sense. Right. Um, I mean, I do know someone, I'm not going to say her name because she probably don't want me to share, but I do know someone um, personally who was affected by this and, um, she was even featured in the Dayton Daily News, but she basically shared. They said her name. Why can't we? No, I'm just <laughs> they, um, she basically shared in that story about how this was how she had lost her mom, um, a couple years ago and her mom and dad built their dream home. Or, you know, bought their dream home, I should say, bought their dream home. And so now, you know, she's supporting her father in that loss, too. Because now not only does he not have his wife, but he doesn't have the home that him and his wife built bought. Yeah, yeah, or built. Yeah. That was their dream home. And so it's also, you know, it's good. I'm so grateful that nobody, well, one person was killed you know as a result of the tornado Mm -hmm. but it's so it's we're so fortunate that we don't have more than that but we also have to think about the sentimental value that people have lost um with losing valuables and losing just their home and their memories and so you know from the emotional side of things it's also something that we should continue to lift people up in and pray for people because now that the physical things are gone, you still have to cope with your emotions and memories and support and loved ones and things like that. And you know what else she brought up? People's pets. You know, yeah, like I didn't even think you, about that. you have to pay for that. So mm-hmm. when you want to board your dog, we don't have a dog. I would like to get one, but you don't want to get one anymore. But you have to board your dog, you know, um, try to find someone to take your dog in. Just all these different things because some people are in temporary housing like through hotels or things or staying with a friend of a friend or whatever, a family member. Mm-hmm. And if you have a pet, that is a challenging situation, you know? Yeah. Because it's like everybody don't deal with pets. You can't take the pet, most pets to most, I mean, you can't take the pet to most hotels. Yeah. Well, yeah. And not only that, and some people, you know, that you may be staying with don't do pets. You know, so, you know, that's also another thing that you have to deal with and cope with that you didn't prepare for. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a lot of factors at play for sure. Um, now, in switching subjects, um, if I can give, you know how people be like, if there's one person that you can meet, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Right now, one of my favorite people right now that I got high respect for is the queen, Ava DuVernay. Du- du- DuVernay. Yeah. Um, she's so humble too. I've seen several of her projects. I can't mm-hmm. say all of them, but several of them. Maybe all of them. I don't know. Um, Selma was one. Seen Selma, but we know what the new thing is: is when they see us. Mm-hmm. And we watch. We just got finished watching all um four of the uh parts for all four parts of it, mm-hmm. and. That story, um, uh, what's the Central Park Central Park Five? The story of the Central Park Five is, as a black man, 
Well, let me go back and say, I don't, I remember hearing that. I don't remember the story during that time because I, I was I like eight years old at the time. So I remember hearing of it, but I'm glad they told the story because it, it wasn't something that I was able to recall right away. I heard of it, but I didn't really know like, oh, that's, you know, these five boys that were basically, you know, um, um, accused of raping this this jogger, I forgot about it. You know, honestly, so I'm honestly, glad that I she brought it back up. I didn't start hearing about it till that movie started getting produced, and then you know it started coming back up on the scene. I I never heard of it. Yeah, I've I didn't heard hear. Of it. I didn't like hear until probably like, but... I didn't hear about it till like probably like maybe like a year ago. Yeah, and I thought it was like more of a recent event. I didn't know what happened back in the eighties. Yeah, so you know the fact that she actually took that that story put it into film mm-hmm. it just it's just it's amazing because there are so many things that happen to black people especially black men that a lot of people probably don't even realize that happens to us very true and i call i, I consider ava duvernay i heard somebody say it, but i don't remember the exact term but kind of like a, a um what do you call a per- person that activist like a media activist mm-hmm. they call her like a social media activist um, using her film to tell stories, to tell stories, mm-hmm. bring attention to certain things. Yeah. And she did a really good job with that. She did. Like I felt like I felt the pain, like watching it. And you know, I'm an action junkie or anything that Kiefer Sutherland is in. Um, that's another point that I want to make. Um, oh, Lord. um, about Netflix. We'll come back to it. Um, matter of fact, no, I'll just I'll just take a pause for the calls. Why? I'm gonna come back to it because I said Stay keep on it. Task. Yeah, they'll come, they'll follow me. One thing I think that's beautiful about Netflix, ABC or NBC, one of the two, canceled one of my shows that I like, which is Designated Survivor, which is Kiefer Sutherland. And it still got something to do with her too. And Netflix picked it up. They did two seasons on ABC. Got dropped, got canceled. Netflix picked it up and produced the show. I thought that was such a beautiful thing, which makes me think Netflix, here comes Disney. It's the future. It is the future. I know we even talking about cutting the cord. Hulu, it's the future. But even the fact that Netflix gave Ava DuVernay, because I think she has like a several movie deal with Netflix. It's possible. I think she does. I'm not exactly sure. But the fact that she was able to bring that story to us, because she couldn't have took that to no major network. Not really. Mm-mm. And the fact that she was able to bring that to us and bring some awareness to it. Now, the fact that she even brought awareness to it, I don't remember the, the um, uh, not district attorney, but the um, prosecutor. prosecutor. I don't remember her name. But she done got ran up out of social media. Mm-hmm. Like she had to delete her accounts because yep. people was going at her. Yep. And Ava DuVernay used her power to bring awareness to where the actor that played her did such a great job playing her, yep. ran the real lady off of social media because mm-hmm. she couldn't take the pressure. Yep. I think what she did, I think she should have some charges brought up against her because you tried to make some evidence on some people. They spent all the, and I know they sued the city for like what? What was it? Forty two. Forty one million. Forty one million. Which is still not enough, if you ask me. Nah, it's not. Not that to they be had dividing to up between five people. Yeah, they if had that's to, the case. Yeah, five people and the lawyers. Yeah. And court fees. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think it's enough either. But they 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 spent their life in prison how, over something that they how didn't can do. You put a value on prime years that these young men lost. Prom, homecomings, Gang. dates, you know, holidays. One guy spent. What was his name? Um, Wise, Corey Wise. Yeah, Corey Wise. Spent 13 years. And he had nothing to do and with excuse nothing. Excuse me, but he went through H E double hockey sticks. Okay? He just happened to be going. And he with went his friend. because he went, the officer convinced him to support his friend. And for him time. to spend, the, have the most time, I mean, that right there. And what happens is, it's always a marginalized group that, you know, are targeted, that don't have the financial means to get good representation. And I'm not saying they didn't, because it seems like they had some pretty decent lawyers towards the end of the trial. But they could have had some lawyers during them questioning and interviewing. They probably could have not even faced and all that. And sometimes it's not even that. It's sometimes it's just that if... Someone has an axe to grind, and they have a point to prove. The judicial system sometimes is not set up for the innocent. I always say that you are guilty and to prove an innocent. And so it took a guy to confess, and they questioned that, who had raped multiple people, killed someone, to say, no, for real. I did do this. And then they even had the evidence. And then you're still questioning like, well, he must have been the sixth person. No, he was the sole person. And to hold these boys for 48 hours, I think they said, minors, no food, no restroom breaks, no no adults, no nothing. It's criminal. That alone is criminal. And all the people that conspired and that was a part of that. Needs to go to jail today. They need to also, in my opinion, they need to stand trial. Yeah. Because that Skip is the criminal. trial. Skip the trial. That's criminal. Send them straight to jail. No collect 200. It's criminal. And, and it's sad because even though this was 1989, this stuff is still happening in 2019. Yeah. And so that's what makes it so sad. That's what makes it so alarming and concerning as a mother of black children from one, but also a mother of a black son. And so they, our kids watched the last two episodes with us. Um, and some people say, well, they shouldn't have. Well, they did. They were interested and I wasn't going to turn them away. You know, it wasn't nothing that I felt like they couldn't see. This is the world they live in. This was real life. And Noah kept saying, did this really happen? Is this, is this a real story? Did they really? Yes, and they really did this. And so after that, it was like we had a conversation. I had a conversation with them. Hey, if you ever get stopped by the police, number one, you comply. Number two, you don't say nothing until you ask for your parents and you ask for a lawyer. Nothing. Period. They got to give it to you. You know, and, and, it, and it's just so sad that I have to tell our minors our seven and ten year old this now yeah it's um, very sad that's what makes it scary um is the fact that you have to we have to have special conversations when it comes to 
law enforcement, legal stuff. There's because you know we just we we just got to have special conversations because it ain't the same for us. It's not, and let's just be clear: <laughs> we are not all equal. No. And that's just what it is. And I don't care how you try to put a bow around it. In the legal system's eyes. We're, we're not. We are targeted as a as a black community for crimes that we did not commit because of the color of our skin. Yeah. It's insane. It's criminal. And it needs to stop. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I said uh, while we were watching, I don't know if you caught what I said, but one of the things as a male, but also as a black male, that's scary is the fact that we could just be accused of rape. And we've talked about this before. That that just that goes to show more of the narrative of like just being a man, I can be have nothing to do with something. And a woman can accuse me of rape. But let's just But let's, I don't even think the woman on this show on this on this whole story she, I don't even, she couldn't identify anybody. I mean she yeah. was beaten so badly. But let's just let's just go back. A man is one thing. These are boys. And even one father even said, he ain't even, he ain't even kissed no girl. Yeah, why would he do this? I know he ain't took it this far. He hasn't even had his first kiss, let alone sex, rape. No way. A man is one thing, but a boy, a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. That's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Um... There was something else I was going to say that I kind of forgot, but I, I just really applaud Ava DuVernay. She and did a beautiful, beautiful job. And I mean, I was wondering when we got to episode four, I was like, how are we going to wrap this whole thing up? Because I did not expect that it was going to put so much attention. I didn't know Corey Wise, the guy that really had, that just went with his friend. I did not know that was going to be, he was going to go, I, mean, I didn't know he was going to go through so much. He went from prison after prison trying to find refuge and peace. Trying to find peace. And every prison he went to, it was torture on top of torture. Mm -hmm. And I mean, God bless him and his family because this is a thing. Yeah, you free. This was what? They got out and please forgive me with the dates. They got out like in the early mid mid to early nineties. No, I believe. it was two thousand. He got out. He got out like he. I know we seen nine eleven happen while he was still yeah two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And so, um, that's recent. I'm just saying, for it to be nineteen eighty nine up into two thousand one, that's long doggone time. Yeah. To be in jail, incarcerated for something that you did not do, yeah. and like they said to this day, you know, the prosecutor's office has not really fully cleared them cleared them of it mm-hmm. you know they you know they they let them go they dropped the charges whatever but they didn't say no we apologize for accusing these five men we know for a fact that this one individual is the one that's responsible for this act no, they definitely not gonna apologize for that when they was trying to they was trying to um was trying to bury them Absolutely. He was trying to bury them. And rob them of everything. And they robbed them of a lot of times, some of important times, which was, you know, uh, like you said, prom. Some important times in high school. And then I think they sent a 16-year-old to boy, boy to write, Corey Wise. Mm-hmm. He was 16, 15, 16. 
Symptom to a, the worst jail. One of them. <laughs> one yeah. of the worst jails you can go to. Adult prisons, not even a jail. That's a prison. Federal. But yeah. Yeah. So shout out. If to, you have not watched it, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. You gotta have tough skin. It's something that I couldn't have watched straight through. Yeah, um, we had to take some and four in hours because it, it is very disturbing. Yeah. Um, especially as a person of color, it's very disturbing. Um, but even if you're not a person of color, it is just important to see, you know, this narrative that is told and that's placed on young boys of color. This is a still a current narrative. Yeah, and so and I think I think there are people you know, outside of our race, that might be shocked when they see this. Mm-hmm. But for black people, we like, I wasn't shocked. Now, I was shocked, like, dang, they did all that. But it was kind of like, this is kind of like. To be profiled and all, no. Yeah, like, absolutely not. we're kind of used to it, but to see it on film, it's kind of like, this happens every day. Well, not on film, the fact that it was a true depiction. Yeah, but I'm saying people that seen it, yeah. on, to see this on film was like, whoa, yeah, this wow, was this, like, this isn't right. And it's like, for some of us, for most of us, we like, we've been hearing about stuff like this or being, seeing it, witnessed it for our, with our own eyes or know somebody that went through something like this. Like, But, you know, to see it on film and this was more high profile, um, yeah, that, that was something. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Um, It was well directed, great movie, great storyline. And I like how they even included the real people, real men Mm -hmm. in the end and kind of gave a narrative of where they are now. And God bless all of them and their families. Yeah, for sure. Now, in switching up again, we we still sticking with TV. Um, I think we was all a little disappointed. About our show. We have a favorite show that many of y'all probably watch too. Not sure if you do. That was supposed to come back the end of this month, early next month, but doesn't come back until August, which is power. Mm-hmm. Now, we we wanna we wanna talk about power a little bit. Shout out to all the people that watch power. Um Power is a very interesting show. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Within my top five favorite shows. Um comes on stars stars um or features that's funny comes on the sh- on the station the network stars right starring omari harwick played as ghost mm-hmm. now i'll never hmm? i said in the Turi. yeah i don't know everybody's name so that's why i didn't really go that far <laughs> played notori uh used to seen with 3lw plays as ghost wife tasha, tasha. Mm-hmm. um lala Mm-hmm. Um, Keisha, yeah, Roll Timmy mm-hmm. stars as Dre, Fifty Cent. If you are a fan, you know who they are. But yeah, I just want to shout out Naturi because she's also one of the headline act- actresses. Very good show. Mm-hmm. And what I think one of the most amazing things about Power is here's a show where we're rooting for, technically, for, technically for the bad guy. Mm, true. And we can't stand the good people. True. And I'm saying that with air quotes. <laughs> we root for the bad guy, and we don't like the good people. Mm-hmm. Like we're not rooting for the good people at all. It's such a if you really think about it, that is such a twist to 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 a TV show. Yeah. If, have you ever thought about it like that? Like we rooting for the bad guy. 
It's the bad good guy. <laughs> but he's a now for all though. Now this is about to be major spoiler warning for everybody. This is spoiler warning if you do not watch Power. What you about to say? We about to talk about Power. So Ghost. Let me let me tell you about Ghost. Ghost is like a big boy drunk. You are really in your feelings that it's delayed, aren't you? Absolutely. We was waiting, 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 waiting. Every summer though, it has gotten pushed back further and further. But I didn't think it was gonna get pushed back this far and then say, Oh, this is the final season. Do what? Yeah. But see that coming. But they they doing some spinoffs. And see, I'm gonna tell you who I think who who I think made spinoffs and making this um universe a big thing is Marvel. The Mar what we call MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. It started off with Iron Man, then it grew to the Avengers. But there's this big storyline that spans across many movies. So all these movies is kind of like episodes. So that's why like a lot of people like Black Panther. And it's like, yo, okay, I know you like Black Panther, but that's just one episode of the whole storyline. So I think even Walking Dead is going that route. They're venturing off into movies, venturing off into other TV shows. But it started off just as The Walking Dead. So I like the fact when they said they was going to do this as the last season, but then it was going to expand it. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Like, I think. I just feel like it could have been some preparation for it. Because well, I, I did not see. Us. No, like, come on. Nobody's seen this as the final season. And then my thing is, when is the follow-up for whatever this spinoff is? Is it going to take another couple years? Or is it going to come out next summer? I think, I think we're going to see something sooner. I hope so. Because I think, now one of my biggest requests. And they're going to finally do it. It's been confirmed that they're going to do it. And actually, yo, um, this is a commercial. I have a group on Facebook called Power Fans Live. If you're on Facebook, go join that group because we go in on power, especially when it's on. Once again, the name is Power Fans Live. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Um, Dang, I didn't forget what we were saying. Because you crazy. Like, why? It's your commercial break. What was we saying before the commercial break? I don't know. Well, anywho, Power is just one of those good shows. Oh, they're going to do a prequel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So one of the biggest things that I've been requesting is that they do. See, Power started off with Ghost, Kanan, and Tommy. Mm-hmm. These guys were like brothers. Kanan was in jail, but they was all like three like clicked up. Mm-hmm. And then Kanan ended up getting out of jail, and then they got into it. Tommy was kind of like, oh, Kanan, Kanan, Kanan. Ghost was like, I ain't on this dude. I'm going to play the game, but I ain't really on this dude. Kanan ended up killing his own son, which was like Ghost's nephew. And then that's when that fallout really happened. But Ghost wasn't feeling him from the, you know, when he got out, because Ghost was one that put him in jail. Correct. So, one of the biggest things that I wanted to see was, what was these guys like when they was in high school? Like, when did they meet? At what point in life did they meet? Take us back to that. And I just want to know, who's going to play them? That's important. It might be them. They might shave off their beards and stuff. And, Ain't no way. And put some Y'all braids on like them. like real grown-ups right now. Ain't no way. That look, would not work. CGI is a, is a big thing where they can make people look younger. What is CGI? Don't get me to explaining um, right. what it stands for, but it's like it's like you can and it's almost like animation. I can make you look younger. Yes, I need that right so now. It's, it's like a filter. Basically, look, imagine it as a filter. 
or I could put something there that's not really there. Mm. You know, so I could put something on your face. And then, you know how you see like them, um, you, we might get like a magazine in the mail and it might say missing. And this person has been missing ever since they was 15 and they're 40 now. Yeah, I did an age progression. That's like CGI. So an age progression. Yeah, that's like CGI right there. So they can do an age digression. So I don't know. Or I don't care. Even if they were to get somebody to play them, I, I would love to see them. I get all of that. But what I'm saying is we have fallen in love with these particular characters. Yes. I mean, because listen. When I say Omari plays the heck out of Ghost. Yeah, you do. I've, I mean, I, I'm a movie person. I think I've said that numerous times here. I'm a TV watcher. I'm a movie person. I follow actors. It's funny because when we go to Essence or we are like somewhere near where celebrities are, everybody's looking around like, who is that? I'm like, y'all don't know who that is. So they look at me to say who that is. Like I follow people. So when I tell you, Amari is one of the most underrated actors. Mm-hmm. He acts his butt off. He has become literally ghost. I yeah. mean, for real. Like yeah. you, when you, you see can't him, see in him other, in another, you can't see him in another role. Well, you no, when you see him in other roles. What up, ghost? You like? What was that movie that he did with um, Tyler Perry's movie with Tiffany Haddish? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm a whore. My memory is terrible. But he, when he did that role, I was like, oh, you know, he's playing his part. Because when you see ghosts, I mean, persona, walk, talk, look, how he carry. I mean, he is freaking ghost. And or James or, Jane, or James Patrick. or Jamie, but anyway, like he plays that role, and so I'm like, that's why I'm so concerned about who gonna play the younger him because you got to come with it. Naturi, same thing, she plays the heck out of Tasha. Okay, listen, so you got to be you got to bring it. And Joseph, I forget his last name, yeah, but Tommy. he plays the heck out of Tommy. Tommy and when you see him in interviews, he's like the nicest guy. Right. But when you see him on, on power, you like, Tommy is a dude not to play with. Yeah. Tommy is straight Very up emotional. Hood. hood, very emotional. Don't take him off. Yeah. Tommy is. Because he'll lose his mind. Is the best Everybody white hood person that. I ever seen. And yeah. I'm like, he plays the heck up out this world. And when you see him, we see, I can see him in a movie, The Intruder. He was on The Intruder. Ooh, Tommy? Uh-huh. He was on The Intruder with Megan Good and Michael Ealy. Um, and he played one of their friends. And I was like, oh, look at Tommy. Because You didn't call him Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, look at Tommy. Because he played a whole different character. I mean, very low-key, very, you know, you know, this this helpful friend, this thoughtful friend. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Because they play them roles. They do. I mean, they deserve every award that they've received and more because they, they really do. All right. So this is the part. You know, I'm always asking people to chime in. But this is the part that y'all going to want to chime in on. We're going to need y'all's feedback. So, what are you guys' thoughts? Season, spoiler warning. Got to give y'all spoiler warning again. What did we just end off with? Season five, right? Mm-hmm. That was season five. Tommy and Ghost are like the, the closest. Or should I say was. Word. Yeah, The word. closest. 
Tommy was shooting for, excuse me, Tommy was aiming for Ghost. Mm-hmm. Ended up hitting Ghost, Lover, <laughs> excuse me, not his wife, because Tommy or Ghost was cheating on his wife, and then they ended up becoming a couple. That whole relationship thing is kind of weird. Like he fell for the the worst person you could fall for as one of the biggest drug dealers, which was a district attorney. Right. His high school sweetheart. His high school sweetheart. And they became a couple. And for a while, they didn't know what each other did. Like, the reason why we call Ghost Ghost is because he could be right in front of you and you don't even know who he is. Mm-hmm. You, but because he, 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 he cleans himself. He laundries himself by owning a club. But not only that, he's just so highly intelligent. He's very highly intelligent. I mean, you, you would not ever guess that he's in the drug game. But the truth is, even though he's very highly intelligent, what makes him highly intelligent is his wife, mm-hmm. Tasha. She's like the power behind him. Mm-hmm. And um, But anywho, so what do you guys think? I think Tommy and Ghost are about to be the biggest enemies. Like, they yeah, the villains, they the villains to each other now. It's clear now. Like, ain't no coming back from that. shot at him. Ain't no coming back for that. Yeah, it's clear. Because they, they was almost enemies before. They were kind of like enemies yeah, before. Yeah, they kind of were on the outs. And then that's when I think Holly, that situation with Holly. Got a funny story about her. Is kind of what brought them back together after Holly died and whatever. Because whatever. even, yeah. Now, another commercial break. Ain't nobody never been so happy to see somebody die. Yeah. When Holly died, I'm talking about, I felt like. You know how you had a basketball game, you see somebody hit a three, and it's the yeah, last like, point. She got to go. It was like, <laughs> I felt like everything just erupted. Like, yes. We ain't go. never been so happy to see somebody die because she was something else. Mm-hmm. But anywho, I just think Tommy and Ghost are about to be forever enemies because Tommy was hired by Lobos to take out Ghost. Mm-hmm. Tommy just couldn't bring himself to do it because Tommy honestly needed Ghost. Like, Tommy is crazy. Ghost was the brains. Ghost was the balance. And he was the balance. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Cause he, could... Because he always reiterates that. If I say I got it, I got it. And Tommy didn't really know how to move without Ghost like that. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to come out that shell to show, like, I don't need Ghost. Right. But when it came time to kill Ghost, he couldn't do it. So... When Holly was like, you know what, I got this. I'll take care of it. She hired the Jamaicans and almost killed him. He ended up killing her. Yeah, he lost it. He lost. Like, that's another one of them cases. When he loses it, he loses it. that's that deep love. Like, he really, Ghost and Tommy really love each other like brothers, for real. And they have this, the business has gotten gotten into the personal relationship. Mm -hmm. And so... That's kind of where things go south. Well, well see, because it, it went south because the club was supposed to be just a front. Mm-hmm. Ghost end up saying, "You know what? I, I want to go. I really want to go legit." Yeah. Tommy, like, yo, I own this club too, and do you remember what we were using this club for? Right. Like, dude, you losing. So that was where the the friction started right there mm-hmm. with them. So when he seen an opportunity with Lobos, it was like, "This is what I've been trying to do," and he trying to get out. Ghost trying to get out. So, Lobos, what you need me to do? And what I never forget the conversation that Ghost and Tasha had. And 
he was like, I mean, where do you see me? And he, you know, like, what's, what do you see me as like in the futures? And he was like, she was like the biggest drug dealer in New York city. Mm -hmm. And he was like, but there ain't no retired drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to retire at something Mm -hmm. and this ain't it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was a shift too, where he was like, okay, look, I'm ready for a change. Tommy is holding on to this whole drug game. My wife wants me to hold on to this drug game, but I'm trying to be legit. I'm trying to be clean. I really want out. And even when he got out, air quote, so many other things pulled him back in. And so that's kind of like why we're back where we are. But I want to say to people, you have to go back and concentrate on season one. Oh, it's so and much. And season yeah. two. But if you go back to those yeah, first two seasons, because now this girl has appeared, right? Last season. The she girl appeared, from the first season that came all the way back. But she's from season one. And came all the way back. And when you look at season two, there's some stuff that goes on in season two that is right now. So you have to go back to season one and two before you watch season six, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um,. There, there is, there's a like you have to pay attention to everything. Mm-hmm. Now, the one person we ain't mentioned to me, which is the new ghost, is Dre. Oh no, I say Tariq. Tariq is getting ready to turn the table, and I will not be surprised if Tariq don't go total left this season because he's been itching up to that for the last two seasons. Yeah, and I'm telling you, he is smelling himself. He's a full teenager. He didn't witness all kind of crap go on. Yeah, and he is over it. Yeah, he, he has. He's seeking revenge. Yeah, what it for his sister? Or? No, just like he don't respect his father. He feels like his mom and his dad has lied to him all this time, and he didn't got a taste of the streets. Mm-hmm. The other, but like even with Dre, I'm gonna tell you the funny thing about Dre was Dre was one of the people we couldn't figure out. At least I couldn't. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, he was he he was running with Canaan. Canaan was trying to kind of come back for his th- you know quote unquote throne. Mm-hmm. Ghost had the throne. Ghost and Tommy. Canaan was like a snake. He was like a snake trying to creep. Ghost was up on him. Tommy couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Dre was like Canaan's apprentice. Mm-hmm. So then the, he asked to become Ghost's apprentice then he asked on be, the air quote clean side. The, but he still was like, I still want to become the man on the streets. And, and then Ghost is like, no, that you're going to be no clean. More. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be clean. So then I think Dre seen it as an opportunity. He is. He's an opportunist. So we couldn't figure out, like, which side is this dude playing? Then once we finally figured it out, like, this dude really trying to take Ghost's place. But the thing is, he's not as smart as Ghost. He's I, trying to be Ghost, but he's not as – he's trying to be Ghost. Dre, he, Dre is the next to, person that got to go for me. Yeah. And the reason why he got to go is because all that game that he, he ran for with his son. He was behind that whole thing with Kanan and Tariq. Yeah. And um, what's her name? Jukebox. He was, was the one that set all that stuff what up. What was uh, Kanan's uh, stage name? The uh, the other name? Um, uh, Shorty? Um, Slim. 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 He was behind all of that. Yeah. He knew. And, to and this Tommy day, kept on asking, like, who's Slim? And to, <laughs> and to this day, Ghost does not really know what... Um, um, Dre has done mm-hmm. and who his son is today. Dre had a big hand 
in helping to influence Tariq to turn bad because he put him in the hands but of Canaan. I, I think at that funeral, um, at at um, what was the daughter's name? Raina. Raina. I think at Raina's funeral. Remember when Tariq slipped away to text Dre like, "Yo, mm-hmm. they coming." Yeah. I think Tommy figured it out like, "Hold on, what's why are you texting him?" Mm-hmm. And I think at some point they kind of set him up. I got to go back and rewatch that. But um, I think they kind of learned at He's that point. He's still alive. That's all I know. Cool. Dre, Dre is still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. And at well, the, then he, he got taken into a witness protection or something. Yeah, but you know, we'll see how long that lasts. At the end of the day, my son. Tariq has not really told the full story. Mm-mm. He's told he's told pieces of the story, but he has not told the full story of how he got really with Canaan for real. And once that comes out, if it comes out, I think Ghost is absolutely going to find Dre and seek revenge because you have corrupted my son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The last of my twin. My, my twins. You know what I'm saying? You have corrupted. And even with that whole thing, Raina wouldn't even been dead if it wasn't for Tariq and Slim and, and Dre and all of that. And she was trying to protect him. She was exposed to them because of Tariq's involvement with Andre that and so, Kanan. That was so sad. And Jukebox. That was so sad. Like That was another thing that you said, things that keep on pulling him in, Ghost. Yeah. That was another thing that pulled him in. Because it's like, like, now I got to seek justice for my daughter. You know, and of course, you know, I was like, let the police handle it in real life. But in this show, that's not how the show operates. Because and it was so, a police officer that killed her. Exactly. A dirty one. Uh, exactly. Two, because Jukebox was one too. That's right. She was. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't even from there. She mm-hmm. was from D.C. Mm-hmm. And they from New York. Yeah, there, there are so many pieces. If you are not watching this show... I'm telling you, get stars. We need to get paid. 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50. 50, where's my money, son? 50, we need to uh, get some money for 50. this endorsement. Look, we endorsing you. I want my money. <laughs> I don't want to owe 50 cents. No, nothing. he owe us now, the way we promoting <laughs> this show. I don't want to owe him nothing. Yeah, but hey, 50, um... My bad brother, you know, we'll pay you just for advertising oh, myself. Listen. My fa- my bad Fofty. I wanna owe him two cents. Man, listen. How he read it to and people. Angela, you from the Breakfast Club was like, Who would you rather owe? Fifty or the IRS? IRS. People please. was like the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> At least the IRS he, will give you a break. He uh, don't give play. you a payment plan. He gonna put you on blast. Yeah. So, um, just in a recap, you know, shout out to Ava DuVernay. And um, shout out to the uh, to stars for in fifty, because this show power is one great show, and now they see us is a much must. When they see when us. they see us is a must watch. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all dropping these comments. Um, if you and what's your sh- predictions for season six of Gotta Power? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But make sure y'all dropping the predictions. Let us know if you've seen these shows, and, and let us know what are your predictions. Drop into the comments. What did I say? Drop into the predictions. <laughs> you know what I Are mean. Are you psychic now? Yeah. But yeah, um, we got to hear from y'all. And we are excited. Like I said, join my Power Fans group. Yeah, live. and who's having Power Parties? Invite us. No, no, we already going to one. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I still want to know people's Power Parties. No, we going to one. Usually we try to we try to host one. We had one before. But this time we going to one. Like. Our, our family actually done already got to jump, and all we got to do is just jump right on in. 
know. And take a plate. This or take, take, like take it, a dish, I mean. This might be, when does it come on? Saturday or Sunday? So, Saturday. No, it comes on Sundays. Listen, this might be like. See, the way we used to do it, we watched it on demand. At midnight. Soon as that month dropped. <laughs> we would watch it at Saturday night. No, I'm sorry, Sunday morning, morning. At midnight. At midnight. 12 a.m. But to wait till 9 o'clock is just hard. And we would be struggling, but we would want to see it so bad. <laughs> we'll be struggling like one eye open, have to rewind. Well, I'll be like, I'm coming home from my DJ gig. You ready? Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready. And so it's going to be, what, 14 episodes? How many episodes is it? Yeah, this one's going to be 14 or 15. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be. It yeah, because they only use it like, they only like, what, 10 most of the time? Yeah, or, 10. Uh, yeah, so they're extending this one. And this is going to be the final, quote unquote, season, but they're expanding it. I'm I'm here for that. I'm looking forward to that. Well, I sure hope they got a plan, a big follow up for real. Because I, I trust 50. I mean, for six years, this has been my summer. <laughs> but so. I think we're going to get more. Yeah, I think we're gonna get I hope more. So. so, and I think after this season is done, I think they're dropping something else like shortly after. Well, I, I don't think so. we're gonna have to wait like a whole year or something. I hope so. So, I'm DJ Doris E, and I am Maya Doris C. Why you always drop your voice? Cause I'm Maya Doris C. And this is another episode <laughs> of the Dorsey Den Podcast. Until next time, we out. Holla! Let me holla! Holla! Let me holla! Holla!